0: What is AI actually capable of? And uh, what is it exactly? Is it just machine learning? Is it a super intelligence? Is it the Antichrist? Let's talk about that as we watch your culture stray further every day. Howdy. My name is Jonathan Fiala in the chair of uh, the host, sitting with Rai Rai, the producer guy who is producing today with uh, me here in the production cab, joined by a pretty full day today. We've got Chauncey in the chair of theology. How you, how's it going, bud?
1: Uh, oh well, man, as
0: as 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 not as, uh, some that's not convincing.
1: machine doesn't
2: tell us. Yeah.
1: Uh, I well, well, I guess. Sitting
0: in the chair of theology, and then to his left, we got <laughs> but Justin. How's it going?
3: Oh, you know, it's going swell. Can't it's complain. I mean, I could complain, but that's not what the podcast too, is for. Yep.
0: Yeah, you know, that—that's your therapist. Oh. But anyway, he's sitting in the chair of philosophy, and then to his left, we got Mr. Steve. How's it going?
2: Man, I'm doing fantastic today, dude. Was that a good week? I, well, I, you know, everybody else was like, kind of, uh, well, you know, I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. I just thought I'd, you know. Liven it up oh, I thought that bit. was a seizure. It like I, I, yeah. I don't know, man. Okay, I, it might have been. Yeah, this is what it looked like. All right, I took my meds earlier, so you know. Good, 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 good. All right, all right. Not so,
0: none. <laughs> all right, so we're we're off might the rails already.
2: Might not have been. So,
0: with that said, with that said, let's go ahead and jump into it first off what is ai capable of that's a really important question and (laughs) i i want to kind of get a a start into this uh day today with a video of actually of all people bill gates being Uh, interviewed and uh it's an interesting it's an interesting clip it's a little bit long but hopefully we get a good start off and i'm really looking forward to justin's input on this one but for now let's go ahead and start
4: We turn now tonight to the ABC News exclusive one-on-one with Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates on artificial intelligence, the new technology that's already here. It can solve complex problems, write essays, come up with recipes with a simple image of what's inside your refrigerator. It can even help doctors. Tonight, hear Bill Gates on why Americans should embrace it, but with caution. And when asked, is the U.S. government, are regulators ready? Not yet. Rebecca Jarvis with the interview tonight
5: for you tonight the abc news exclusive Uh, billionaire philanthropist and microsoft co-founder bill gates on his optimism and his warning for americans on the meteoric rise of artificial intelligence are you scared we're all scared
4: that a bad guy could grab it uh let's say the bad guys get ahead of the good guys then something like cyber attacks you know could be driven
5: by an AI. The White House, the administration, regulators here in the US, do you think they're up to speed? Not yet. They're not ready?
4: Not yet. I mean- Why are
5: they not ready? You're never going to have
4: every politician understanding it but how do you build up a capacity to review things you know they won't be the experts but they have to be part of that discussion they never are. why
5: not put a pause to it while we just figure out some of these very basic things
4: if you just pause the good guys and you don't pause everyone else you're probably hurting yourself you definitely want the good guys to have strong ai can you guarantee that if you stop the good guys, you can guarantee it
5: won't happen. Sounds like a Gates Urging argument. caution, but not pausing. We are with him in camera.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and switch back here. Thank you, right So I want to get y'all's reaction to that and get some thoughts from y'all. Uh, starting with Chauncey, and then we'll work our way around. We'll get to the chairs specifically. But first, I want to get the, the raw reaction to... Bill Gates' statements, and some of his arguments sounded very familiar to arguments that we've made on this show for other things. Oh, yeah. Chauncey.
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of stuck on the, if we could stop the good guys (laughs) argument. That's what I'm kind of stuck on. And I'm like, what does he mean about that?
0: Well, so what what he's worried about is government regulation. Mm -hmm. He's worried about government regulation stopping good research. From being able to move forward. Now, of course, he fancies himself one of the good guys. Of so, course, you look at what he does in Kenya with uh, people who are, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pause. On that, because that's not the podcast today. Uh, yeah. But the keyboard warriors is going
3: to go you know, out there and go crazy. So, what happened they're is they're there's currently talks around. in Congress about the idea of we should pause development on AI until we can figure out how to regulate it. So, these companies, you shouldn't be developing AI anymore, and they want to put a pause on it on all these companies. And so Bill Gates is saying, well, yeah, if you do that, but then all you're doing is pausing the good guys from getting ahead of it. And the bad guys are going to be like, I ain't going to listen to your law because that's what bad guys do. They don't listen.
0: That almost sounds like uh, the argument for personal security when it comes to, you know, Second Amendment firearm ownership. I mean, stellar argument by Bill Gates, by the way. I actually happen, for once, we we agree, sir, that that is a good argument. Bad guys don't
2: pay attention to laws, they don't
0: care. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's interesting, but uh, make sure make sure that you keep in mind who he is, though. I think that that's always There's,
2: yeah. kind of kind of concerning. I'm talking about a guy that wants to like reduce the population by how many millions? Yeah, and I mean, he's considers himself a good guy, right? So that's that's important. That's important
0: to note there. But I also want to move forward. If you guys have have kind of exhausted that one i want to move forward to the next one because there is some interesting stuff to be said here uh with the loss of jobs and that's something that you and i justin talked about offline and i think i think there's there's something to be said here let's go ahead and roll that clip last few
4: years artificial intelligence has made massive leaps in capability and ease of use The rise of tools like ChatGPT and MidJourney have created a way for anyone to create essays, art, and other types of content without needing the individual skill and training normally associated with these tasks.
3: I think they signal uh, the beginning of a road that will see many technological breakthroughs that will be based on uh, AI technologies like machine learning.
5: This sort of generative technology that's currently out there uses data largely that's been scraped from the web. So, uh, my blogs, your blogs, anyone listening who's written stuff online since roughly 2004, their work is potentially swept up in this.
4: The legal and societal consequences of this rapid emergence of AI could shake the economy to its core.
2: Uh, for myself, as both an economist as an engineer, I'm absolutely shocked at the rate at which some of these generative content mechanisms are improving. There's also been a long-standing debate. What's the impact likely to be on the workforce
4: these new ai tools are facing legal pressure from lawsuits and legislators are also voicing their concern about what ai could mean for the economy leaders in the tech sector have even advocated for a so-called ai pause to slow down the emerging technologies that could potentially cause wide-scale
0: disruption to multiple industries so okay let's go ahead and talk about that for just a moment Uh, there are several primary industries chat gpt open ai in general has been has been doing a lot of interesting work but um there's several industries that are affected uh art mu- like music physical physical uh uh you know drawings and, and we're gonna get to illustrative art in just a moment because there's a whole set of stories on that including the stable stability diffusion uh, uh lawsuit and D B N R lawsuit and uh so there's that side, but then there's also a serious issue on the tech side, isn't there, Justin? Oh,
3: cool. big time. I mean, um, so my day-to-day job is tech and troubleshooting and customer support, and there have been times where we've gotten you know questions like, "Hey, my script isn't working." We think that you have an issue with your product, and we look and go, "No, you you did it wrong, right?" But we have to prove it. We're not script experts because we're experts in our product, not the custom scripts. So we've taken to go to chat GPT sometimes and be like, hey, using this API for this product might write me a script that does this. And it does, and we've tested it, gone, cool, it works, and sent it to the customer and it solves the case, right? So there's something to be said of there are jobs out there that could very well be replaced by AI. You know when you first start to you know look at i have an issue and the thing pops up with chat with a live representative that could just be a you know an ai and that could solve things now we need less tech support people those tech support people now have to go try to find other jobs i mean that would be a big hit for india yeah you know because india takes a lot of our first level kind of um You know tech support things that's why you always when you call the toll-free number you get the indian guy you know who's like hey how can i help you and you're like i don't know i can't understand you um you know india gets a lot of that first level stuff that could be done by ai so there's a big worry of is that stuff now instead of outsourcing are we going to give it to ai and how many jobs are going to be lost because of that
0: yeah absolutely and so that is a serious concern, but I, I, I want to drill down for just a moment and and talk about what AI is. And we're using this term AI; it's almost a, a misnomer. One hundred percent with 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 with, with, with the, what's actually happening. What is Chat GPT? What is st- Stable Stable Diffusion, uh, Dolly, Mid Journey? What are these these softwares really?
3: Yeah, so honestly, they're data processing softwares. Um, when you look at how AI works in the background right what it does is it takes all this data and it processes the data in a certain way okay so it takes this data makes it machine readable processes it and says well when somebody on the internet has asked this or talked about this this is the responses that they've given these were marked as great ones these were marked as bad ones so when somebody asks me for it i should give a good response like this and they've taken all of this data and processed it processed it way better than our brains can because we can't look at all of the data right that's why we make podcasts to get data and opinions and thoughts out there hopefully in a you know understandable way but these AIs are going to always know more than us because they have access to all the data but all they're doing is compiling the data and making assumptions and solutions based on the data.
0: It's a bunch of uh, logic tree decisions. It's a if and yes sort of process where it says, okay, if this answer to this question was rated highly, or if it was during the machine learning phase, especially we're gonna talk about that in the regards to uh, generative art, right? Like music and illustrative art. If the response is a, positive response from a human that this was an acceptable answer for the AI, the machine learning is going to log that. And it logs millions, if billions of these decisions over and over and over again. And it's, it's basically a very clever data storage retrieval system. And, and there's nothing new with AI. There are new connections that might be made between multiple data sets where together those data sets can answer a question that apart maybe each one could not. That is possible, but it, it's still a clever data retrieval and organization structure. Yeah.
3: SAS Institute um, defines as combining large amounts of data with fast iterative processing and intelligent algorithms, allowing the software to learn automatically from patterns or features in the data. So, so it's all about how it looks at the data and when it gets new data it goes ah i should make this correction
2: to the logic tree on this so it should actually be a dps instead of ai data processing server is that what you said system Yeah, I mean, it's a very smart one, right?
0: Because (laughs) because a super intelligence or or, or an AI asserts the the idea that at least the objective is that you have something that that is able to create original thoughts. It's able to create an original idea that is not a conglomeration of human responses. It's able to compute and create something new. And on the note of creating something new, something that AI can't do, and we'll try to explain this in very, very short, but I want to go ahead and go to a video that was done by uh, Corridor Digital. And we're not going to watch the whole video by any stretch because this is a long video, but we're going to watch the intro to it in just a moment. Let's see if I can get this pulled up here. Uh, I
3: realize that I'm one behind here. I say while you're pulling that up, another thing uh, to know about AI is that all AI has what's called a natural language processing. Um, so what that is is it takes the language we speak and it translates it into Artic- something. My bad. Keep going, man. Interrupted by the computer. My bad. AI is coming to life.
0: Yeah, it doesn't like you. Um, okay.
3: But it takes what we speak and the way we type it and it translates it into computer understood language so when it's even doing these calculations or giving you answers it's not answering your question it's answering what the algorithm took from your speech to say okay computer now give me this
0: correct it's a data fetch
3: yeah so there's that that translation in there Mm -hmm. it is not speaking to you like a human it is translating the computer yeah. And, and that's
0: going to become, that, that delineation is going to become very important in just a second. Let's go ahead and roll the first minute of this. You want to go look it up. As always, links in the description down below. These are some great videos.
4: Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. AI image generators. Even the least talented of us can create artwork with just a few clicks. Over the Text last the few months, we've seen an incredible surge in AI content generated using AI programs really as cool tools like Dall-E, too. Stable Diffusion, and MidJourney have become accessible to the general public. And as a result, legitimate concerns have been raised about whether or not these programs are, by their very nature, committing copyright infringement. In these data sets, there exists billions of copyrighted images. And it's just like dumping all of
0: recorded human history into a black box.
4: And now there's Finally been a lawsuit filed in the Federal District Court of Northern California. It attaches a few defendants, but most notably Stability AI, the creator of Stable Diffusion, and MidJourney, which also uses Stable Diffusion. The suit claims that Stable Diffusion is committing copyright infringement on a mind-bogglingly massive scale. I'm Jake Watson, a licensed and barred attorney in the state of California who's spent the last 12 years making cutting-edge digital art with Corridor. In this video, I'll explain to you what this case is all about and why that's not even the real issue. Divulging instead the legal secrets of what's truly at stake.
0: Okay, so that is the corridor video. I want to get into what exactly does that mean? What exactly does all of that mean? Well, first off, go watch his video. There's a lot of really good stuff. It's a 60 minute long video. If I can truncate all of that down into 30 seconds, the way. Text to image AI. If you see AI artwork, if you saw some of those pictures there, some of them. It, for those of you on audio, go look up uh, AI. It's really AI generative art. If you haven't looked it up already, it's very interesting. It's very uh, uncanny sometimes. Sometimes it's beautiful. But what's going on? All of the images were scanned. I and, and it's a it's a I, th- I think it's Ion Five is a data database set that that Stability AI used. It's this four point something whatever it is billion images or is it trillion i don't know it's this immeasurable amount of images that were all scanned and machine learning it did a looked at the image said this is a man wearing a hat walking a poodle right or whatever and then it logged that after you get done logging all of those images what they did was is they imposed noise digital noise onto that image and They took all of the images that had similar descriptions and they put them into a dimensional coordinate system. You know, we have three dimensions, right? We have X, Y, and Z. Well, if you want to say man, poodle, and hat are three dimensions, right? Because there's a qualifier. There's a a token for the individual. Then there are tokens and qualifiers that they add. You're looking at like a 500-something dimensional model it's 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 mind-boggling what that model is but the way that the art works is when you type in man wearing a hat walking a poodle it's going to look at all of those images in that coordinate space and based on a random pick they call it a seed they are you're pointing to a space in that that 500 dimensional space is called the latent space you're pointing to in a a place in that coordinate system and it's retrieving that image. And so the question is, is and this, this could be a whole po- podcast on its own, is that ethical? Is it ethical? Because the latent space is derivative. You have millions of artists whose art has been unceremoniously taken to create this latent space. The final image, the question is, is, is that derivative? Is it something that you've taken from that artist, you've stolen it from that artist, or is it something that's entirely new based on the process? And that's what that lawsuit is is, is occurring. But make no mistake, the AI didn't make something. You pointed to an image coordinate in a very complex computer database. That's all you did when you text to image in mid, mid journey or, or stability. I know yeah. you've got thoughts.
3: it's, it's important to note that when it draws that picture, it is not drawing a new picture, right? It is not grabbing its pen and, you know, imaginary computer paper and drawing you a new picture. It's taking pieces of other pictures and combining them. Right? That's why when you ask it to draw a specific person, sometimes the face don't come out right, because it's taking pictures of the person's face from different perspectives, from different images and putting it together. And it looks almost right. You know, so it's actually grabbing these pieces of art. And that's the main concern is it's grabbing the art. It's not just using it as
2: inspiration,
3: right? Humans can be inspired at all. Yeah, humans can be inspired by art and go, I like that style. I'm going to draw in that style. AI can't.
0: So, this, again, it, it, I want to debunk the idea in your mind, dear viewer. If you think that AI, right? AI, machine learning as it currently stands, is somehow a sentient being. It is not sentient in any way. It is a very, very clever sleight of hand. That's not even supposed to be a sleight of hand. It's a data retrieval system in construction. It's able to normalize data. For for those of us who are in the <laughs> data world, it's like normalization of data is a magical thing, but it is not human. And mm-hmm. don't believe me?
2: Break the Excel sheet. You know what? <laughs> not <the of> time <laughs> I yell you know guys, the what's always. interesting for for you two here? Uh when I saw that uh one video they were you were showing and it had the two rows of the computer set up. I was seeing that and I was like, man, I remember when I was in college, they had that exact same kind of setup, but it was set up like that with that amount of computers just to read cards that you punch cards. cards just to read the cards yeah. or to write code for you when you did punch cards so you could write computer code. <laughs> and I was like, now they have it, and it like unbelievable <laughs> amounts of data. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the advancement nowadays for computers, and they have that much just to read the cards that we punched out yeah Duke to do just to read them and so that's
0: that actually lends well to something i was going to talk about after we got done talking about kidnapping and ransom issues and fake and fake fake news uh that's that's online because of ai but you look at moore's law you're familiar with moore's law
3: i'm familiar with cole's law that's shredded sure. cabbage with <laughs> <beans> and- <laughs> oh my goodness
1: <laughs> you
0: missed it right right okay that's okay Cole's law okay Funny like Moore's law, law is 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 basically the premise that um, every two years yeah. semiconductor technology is going to increase the capacity. It's going to double the capacity, uh, our capacity, man's capacity of computational power. But also the Buckminster curve, and again, all of this in the description below. You want to go look it up. Was a 1982, I believe, hypothesis by by a gentleman. He was a he was a he was a professor named Prof. Buckminster. He said. 1982, we're going to see in 2020, and it hasn't quite hit that. He says by 2020, the knowledge doubling will have gone from 1945, Mm -hmm. doubling every 25 years, or 25, or anyway, doubling every 25 years to doubling every 12 hours. Mm
3: -hmm. We're not existential growth.
0: We're not necessarily there, but then again, we might be because there's a lot of knowledge that's unnecessary. I really don't need to know what Charlie DeMello is doing with her butt right now. And so there's a lot of information that's junk information.
2: Yeah,
3: I thought you were. Or gonna, how like, many different to ways that.
2: to cut no. your grass? I mean, who cares?
3: First off, I do care about how many ways to cut my grass.
2: Uh, well, I have
3: mushrooms right good, now, and I need to know how to get rid of them mushrooms um, yeah well, just in the backyard overnight okay anyways distractions i do, okay. um, okay, do want to know what kind
2: i don't want to know what kind back i do want to loop back from them years ago
3: i do <laughs> years i have ago. so yeah. many questions for That's different podcast <laughs> um i do want to loop back though um because you talked about all of that data and one thing that um you know, we're looking at is pulling pieces of copyrighted data and then the pause on advancement, right? You talked about how it took that much just to do punch cards and now we're using that much to do multiple AIs and the amount of data. Right. Where's the politics, the governance on advancement? Right? Because AI is an advancement. Why is it that the government and these leaders can all of a sudden be like, well we should pause that advancement? Where's the politics on 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 that side of
0: Where's the Christian's answer to that?
2: Yeah. Can we pause advancement in society? Oh, oh politics. Uh, these guys are like nowhere in wanting to pause it because their idea is, well, we need this for, say, like military use. Yep. They want to because, pause the civilian
0: usage so that correct, they can do military spending. That
2: we need it for military use because... This country's advancement in AI, they're going to use it, say, like China, for instance, or Russia. Their big concerns are in China. Russia, uh, yeah, but China mostly because they have, you know, a lot of semiconductor use in building and, and factories. Yeah. Big time. You know that as well as I do. Okay. And a lot of our semiconductors come from over there. Majority of them. So, um, you know that's their big worry, so they're gonna be working on a i ourselves, so they're not politics, oh heck no, but and plus, they're going to use them, especially say like, uh, what was the guy that used it for thinking that you know this one island's going to tip over oh yeah, you yeah, got yeah one yeah. thing you know,. And these yeah, that guys, one Senator thought yeah, uh, the senator
0: know. thought that guam was going to tip over yeah you know, so, so, I'm, I'm so we could have replaced him with an ai and we'd be I, better off yeah. but, but flip flip. No, no yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but,
5: but sure, he's, sure, he's sure. not
0: wrong he's not wrong that china is a serious concern on this but the thing is and gates actually did say this correctly now i I'm sure Gates has other reasons why he wants to be the, on the forefront of this. He's like, don't regulate it. Get off my back. I want to be able to be on the forefront of this. I mean, obviously he does. Microsoft's uh, Azure system was very critical to uh, uh, chat GPTs and o- open AIs, open AIs development. And of course he wants to keep that open some people want stuff to be regulated because they can now be involved in the discussion on how it's regulated bill gates is not necessarily in that position right now so he does not want it to be regulated and you're right the china cyber warfare attacks right. are going to be a serious problem but the thing is is the the private sector usually does a better job if you given the same amount of money the private sector does a significantly better job than the government, <laughs> but I, I always do. I want to turn, I want to, turn to, a, to another story here uh, that is a little bit more personal. So we've talked about some of the cool things that AI can do, but I also want to turn to a little bit more of a, of a concerning issue, and that would be what can AI spoof? What can ai spoof let's go ahead and watch that real quick
5: family is sharing their terrifying experience after being targeted by scammers we've all heard about those phone calls claiming a loved one has been kidnapped and you need to hand over cash for them to be released
4: don't think you'd fall for it well what if the person on the other end of that call has your loved one's voice lauren talarico explains how this high-tech scam works
6: it truly is the stuff of movies it's called voice cloning technology and it is fantastic stuff it can be used for a whole lot of good but in the wrong hands can be used for a lot of bad too it's a scam that goes beyond the hardware it was terrifying and aims right for the heart
2: when he was telling me that i would never see my daughter again and everything it was Terrible. This
6: past Saturday, John Bridges was having dinner at his Pearland home when his phone rang. And I answered, it and it's someone crying. The voice of his daughter, Brittany. I've had
2: an accident. Dad, help me. Then a man comes on. He goes, I've got your daughter. She's in my car. But if you don't listen to what I'm saying and, and if and you draw attention to yourself, you may not ever see your daughter again.
6: The caller told John to stay on the phone, get cash, then drive to a grocery store.
2: My mouth is dry and I'm, you know, just my heart's beating 100 miles an hour
6: once there he was ordered to wire the money to mexico luckily before he could do it Brittany had called her mom i couldn't believe it i was just like i'm okay like i'm fine the ftc has raised the alarm about voice cloning technology and how it could be used for bad in the future
0: so they go on to say that they went ahead and uh actually did a test by the way i actually had a test too i had a cold open we were going to do today and uh, the voice for Trump was pretty good. I was going to have Trump open the show for us as a cold open. Uh, the face needed a lot of work. Uh, Nightmare Fuel does not begin to describe.
3: Is that because <laughs> of the AI or just in general? hmm
0: it was it was rough it was rough it was amalgamation of my face and trump's but it was the worst parts of both and it never it was not enough to be a likeness of trump and so it was just like holy crap i could not find a single picture that looked that would work with uh this is what happens when you do the free ai because you you, you don't want to spend 50 dollars for a gag but
3: <laughs> where's your commitment
0: where's my commitment i gotta commit i gotta commit but uh with that said that's That is a serious question though, isn't it? Is should the government be involved in regulating this? Because of that, my, my, my immediate response, just to set the tone, my immediate response is as well, how is you, how these people are committing K and R. Do you really think you're going to be able to stop people who are committing K and R from being able to not access a website? On someone else's server or or on the dark web it's not that hard to get on the dark web by the way I mean it's 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 almost a misnomer it's very simple so but just going around the room any any thoughts throwing it out there to to y'all
1: my only issue with uh... What the government regulating is like how far is that regulation going to go into When is it stop yeah when is it going to stop because there's like an endless amount of loops as to um what they can do as far as like people serving the web uh certain websites that they're attending to and then there's certain social media apps that they're also attending to because you got scammers and hackers everywhere so where is that where is that going to end and how far would that take that to you know that's my main concern justin um
3: yeah i mean i i'm in a spot where i don't know there's part of me that's like yeah we should regulate these we should have you know forceful watermarks on things you know if you're going to have a ai voice there should be some underlying vocal watermark that all companies have to throw in there so that you can tell and you can easily spot and be like, boom, there we go. But at the same time, where's that line of watermark versus now owning it versus I get to affect what you do with it? You and, know. And and so I
0: wanna I wanna counter that. Here's the counter for it doesn't watermarking ai so that everyone can have a ai say so you have an ai detector and you have uh some latent noise in the bottom of the file so that that sets off the alarm that this is ai and that you know you're being called by an ai uh someone with ai on on the line your phone like rings and says ai detected right that would be the ideal in the head but what's to say That creating that isn't going to create a false sense of security for the people who are using it surreptitiously when they find a way around placing that watermark or they find a way to scrub that watermark from the data.
3: I mean, we have that now what I'm saying. Yeah, but we have that issue now with scam likely on your phone. -hmm. Right, now you see scam likely, and you're like, I'm not answering that. Throw my phone away, right? Or put it in my pocket. Don't throw it away. But you know,
0: my phone, my phone has been actually unfairly tagged as scam by one person's phone. I have no idea why that person's phone. By the way, both of my numbers. I have a work number. I have a personal number. This one person's phone. Both
3: of them got tagged because he kept trying to sell me Amway. don't tell me that. No. <laughs> no, but you know, so now when, when we get a call and we see a number, you know, there's some people that are like, Psh, I don't know the number. I'm not answering it. And then there are people like me where I'm like, oh, it's a number not scan likely. I'll answer. Hey, this is Justin. Thank you for calling. You know, and it's like mm-hmm. you have just won a free cruise to Cambodia. I'm like what? Yeah. You know? And yeah. so it draws us in now. Luckily. I'm not, you know, I'm in the IT world. I know what a scam is. Um, but who's to say, you know, but my th- grandma doesn't know. or So we're already at that false sense of, you know, just with scams.
0: Yeah. It, but where, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Where that becomes uh, a problem is that that's not happening at the person's phone number. That's happening downstream of it. Imagine, imagine for a moment that you got rid of, so that's where the now we're we're talking two different analogies here. Let's try to line them up because this is an interesting conversation. What you're talking about is post phone number given someone's phone number is used poorly and they, and then it gets tagged as a scam, right? There's suspicious activity and that phone is marked for scam or it's not recognized by a provider right? There's a couple of ways that phone, phone numbers get marked as scam calls. They can be registered as that by enough people signing up. And I believe that there are some some databases that could set up if, if, if it's not from, you know, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, or Huawei, whatever, you get the idea. What we're talking about is the creation of the number itself, the creation of the, the actual call. It, it's not quite the same analogy because... If you have someone, let's say, for example, that you had a system where every phone number that was allowed onto the airwaves was vetted and verified, that would be very much like your, your uh, latent signature for AI on a call or on a recording. If someone figured out how to get onto that encrypted encrypted system and they got passed they got their number in you're now giving people that false sense of security that you have secured that whole system and it it doesn't it doesn't necessarily work it's just the same way if someone's able to scrub that latent uh um, watermark off you you understand what I'm saying because a governmental governmental fixture will not necessarily fix it it'll only give you false security yeah I mean, that's my thought.
2: Chair of politics. Yeah. So, your thoughts on regulating cultures? Um, my thoughts on regulation. I'm not real big on regulation, personally. Um, I think with. You're more pol- of a prosecution poli- guy. Well, <laughs> 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 well, when it comes to uh, political. Um, regulation the thing with that is is they always have a tendency and and it shows especially over the especially over the past couple of years um, they show a tendency to want to persecute a lot of people who let's say um, kind of like the way our Pastor's message was today who uh, follow the normal path, Mm -hmm. um, if you want to call it that, Um, and you get persecuted for that or say like, uh, you know, normal ideas. You want to be a Christian. Ideas. You get persecuted for it. Let's say this podcast. Sure. Big instance. <laughs> you look at what they do to us. John and Arthur, John Arthur and I, we pay attention to our views. We pay attention to what gets um, all of the uh, comments. comments that get scrubbed, our views that get scrubbed. We've even seen subscribers that get scrubbed. Yeah, it does happen. I mean, we have seen it time after time after time on our podcast its rigged maybe with <laughs> you too speaking of rigged <laughs>
0: let's let, let's do a fun story here let's do a fun story here on uh, on trump so i'm Sp- not real big on that kind of thing speaking of rigged let's do one on trump and this is the latest wildness with uh with A.I. Hey, and our fake news. Story, the
5: sour. Now, social media has been flooded with artificial intelligence generated deep fake photos of Donald Trump. The pictures show the former U.S. president resisting arrest and trying to run from the police.
0: This is during the New the York Manhattan hearings.
5: Grand jury is mulling whether to indict Trump in connection to hush money paid to porn star Stormy Daniels in 2016.
0: For those on now, audio, Higgins, some of them are convincing. The founder of the some investigative
5: aren't. group, Bell Cat, posted the deep fakes. Higgins said that they were created with the artificial intelligence text image generator Mid Journey. The
0: spray is even right on. Pepper Pepper spray.
5: At first glance. However, a closer look shows the text on the police officers' uniforms does not make sense, along with the distorted faces and hands.
0: That's like scream melania right
5: no. there
2: it doesn't think about it it doesn't look you too know good. donald trump's not gonna run no come on
5: <laughs> just, <laughs> just end the sentence there you know he's I mean, not gonna
2: run really oh my look at gosh donald Trump. He's, he doesn't run come on and then dressed up as a police officer too <laughs> yeah oh my really?
0: gosh i mean so so but that does lead interestingly enough to the to to the question of is is there a way that we can figure out instead of a government regulation? Is there a way that we can figure out how to detect this early right now? We kind of can right now, because if you, if you actually look <laughs> at it, it's not right. <laughs> no, it's just not. It's just not there. It's just not there. So you want to make sure that you are able to sort of use a little bit of discernment when you're, when you're looking at some of these images on the internet.
3: Cough, common sense cough.
0: Correct so uh what do a lot of the experts say well let's go ahead and let's actually go to that in just a moment here i'm actually going to pull this up but there's a uh great article in the comment you know it's in the description below but we have some quotes from some people who are indeed in uh the ai sphere go ahead mr producer pull that up please and how dangerous is ai this is from site. But uh, uh, this is from Tristan Harris, co-founder of Center for Humane Technology. What's What's surprising and what nobody foresaw is that just by learning to predict the next piece of text on the internet, these models are developing new capabilities that no one expected. So just by learning to predict the next character on the internet, it's learned how to play chess. No one is building guardrails for AI, and this has moved so much faster than our government has been able to appreciate. Any thoughts on that from you guys?
1: Well, it goes back to a infamous quote from Albert Einstein himself. Um, and I had this in mind whenever uh, the subject was pulled up, and he says that, uh, I fear today that technology will surpass our human interaction, the world will have a generation of idiots. And so what he just said there was absolutely going to his point there. It's like the government has been very, very behind when it comes to like technology and everything, especially and dealing with it the way it should.
0: And so I think that's really important is, is that we're going to be behind. One of the things that I think they're more worried about, I don't think AI is going to cause, and I'm posing this to you Chair your philosophy. I don't think AI is going to create a howl, right? We're not going to have a Terminator event. What we could have, what we could, have, what we could have is a situation where a rogue, Iran, China, whoever, whoever has enough money and the right people to create a machine learning program that is very adept at cyber warfare. Ooh. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm
3: i got thoughts um so yeah so we're not gonna have a hal we're not gonna have a terminator we're not gonna have a machine learning that acts human and feels human right because you can't teach human emotions you just can't i don't care who you think you are you can teach someone to fake it right but you can't (coughs) lambda (laughs) <laughs> and those dumb google engineers sorry come on. on you, you can't on, teach man. the human emotions and a soul and creativity right all you can teach is to read things process data faster to give you a more realistic answer right so we're not going to have like, ai that goes against our wills or refuses to open the door because you talked about my motherboard wrong you know it, it's not going to happen. It's normal sized, or, you know. Um, I, yeah. I <laughs> My CD ROM drive is fine. Yeah, um, exactly. But, you know, we are going to have, you know, cyber crimes. The amount of DDoSing that's going to happen. Woo, if you Ugh. don't know what DDoSing is, uh, it's a very typical standard cyber attack where you overload the router with so many requests that it can't do anything. And it just basically sits there like a kid being asked to do quantum physics. <laughs> right. It's it exactly what these routers do. And then you can't get to the internet anymore. Get to Joe Biden. But anyway. <laughs> yep. And it, and so it's a very typical, very easy thing to do that even just script kiddies can do. And uh, I think I pronounced it
0: right. Well, we didn't hear you because you weren't close enough
2: i think <laughs> that's the whole idea that's bitten
3: i think we oh we broke. are you sure you got rid of those mushrooms
2: uh
3: what well, i'm not sure come on, come on man. man all right <laughs> i'ma I'm pray for you um <laughs> <Please do. laughs> but you know so that's the big worry is you know this getting in the hands of as um uh bill gates said i want to call him george bush or something it sounds <laughs> like um but as bill gates had said um you know his name the, is just-
0: okay sorry go ahead the
3: bad guys getting this is the worry and the way the bad guys can use it is the worry it's not a worry of the advancement or that it's going to attack us but it's the how people are going to use it to attack us
0: correct correct 100 percent and that's something that i think is is an actual legitimate concern by comparison to the nonsense that, that we're hearing from the media uh but moving over to the chair of culture slash yes, politics because you've kind of been in both um alex jones over here what do you what, <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> i just can't get past it i just can't get past that limit of hat. uh yes, if sir. if if you have a system Like, and and I'm just asking you, Steve Johnson, and not so much uh, the the culture or political chair. Answer how you will. Mm -hmm. If you have a system of people who are no longer dependent upon their own reason and faculties, does that make them easier to rule? And how so? On their own. Faculties. If they're reliant on chat GPT.
6: If they're
2: they're reliant on that, you know. And, and then you let's say they're relying on that the whole time, okay? And then all of a sudden, they don't have access to it. Idiocy. They don't know what to do anymore. But if that's all they can rely on, then they go in and they get an answer and they go, oh, this is what I'm supposed to say. It's like being on the news, and you read what they post and that's all you know and you just read what's there i'm the person and that's what i tell you what's there because this is what the computer tells you what to say and that's all i know it can be biased and generally what's the percentage of the time that it's going to be biased it's a chat GBT. Come on. Um, we did that the first time we had a, a, a podcast on it. And how biased was it? Well, it's only as biased as the people who programmed it right.
0: and the data and the data set that was programmed into it. And so that's where Orwell comes in. And that's where the beast and the market, the beast comes in. Not exactly the way some people, some people saying AI is, is the beast. Sorry, spoil. No, right. Correct. Correct. No. right. no, no, we're no, near no, no, no,
1: near.
0: But, no. But, but it's not the beast. But it could lend well to the system that the beast will use. So right. I, 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 I want to go in the chair of theology in just a moment to Revelations thirteen seven. I want you to go ahead and have that read, if you would, Chauncey, because, right. because it's very important to note what does the Bible say about the beast? And what does it say about the mark of the beast? Chauncey.
1: Well, it says here in Revelation thirteen seven. seven, if anyone's following along, it says, it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. Eight verse all who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world so that is
0: not ai that is not a person who is who? Or it's not. It's not. It's not a group of of decision making processes in a in a computer in a server set. That is a person who is the leader of a global system. And you look at the beast mm-hmm. in Daniel and in Revelation. If if you read Revelation thirteen front to back and you read Daniel and you read Zechariah fourteen, you're going to see that there's a political system and there's a leader. And some people complete complete the two. If Donald Trump as president had gone to China and said. I want you to, uh, you know, abide by these sanctions. Someone could just as easily say the US went to China and said, abide by these sanctions, because this person is acting on behalf of that legal and, you know, uh, uh, political system. The beast is the leader of that world system. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have a mark. It's said in there that they're going to have to be, they have to have the mark to buy or to sell. So could AI be that? Well, I, I don't necessarily think so. Let's go ahead and look at uh, 13, 11 through 16, if you could get the whole verse.
1: Gotcha. It says, then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand, or on their foreheads and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name which is 666.
0: It's 666. 666. That's correct because it's actually a uh, out it's a Roman numeral that means it's not actually 666 it's a Roman numeral and some people actually think because that Roman numeral looks very much like the uh, flag that would have flown over the uh, uh, Syrian um, marauder or not marauders that the core that the Romans would have had that would have sacked Jerusalem they say that that's actually that sign that's an interesting debate not getting into it here yeah, does the mark of the beast happen before the seven years the answer is no. no it happens when justin at some point. point three and a half years
1: three and a half years, a half years. Exactly i'm sorry i didn't mean I, to blindside that's you that's exactly there. what i was <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah, say exactly. when i didn't know the answer <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly okay so that's okay i'm not
3: the chair theology
1: and, no, and, and by the way this <laughs> beast system does not come with a watermark so Yeah, Yeah. that's the mark that it's talking about. So anybody wants to make that watermark argument debunked.
0: Yeah. And and, and if you think that somehow using AI accidentally is the mark of the beast, if you somehow think that the COVID vaccine was the mark of the beast, if you somehow think using a credit card or a barcode and I've heard these arguments is somehow the mark of the beast guys, when is the mark of the beast going to be used? Read those verses and you're going to see it is used to glorify. The one who died and rose again in a fake Jesus Christ. You're going to have a fake. See, a father, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. You have Satan, the devil. You have the beast, the devil, and then you have the false prophet, the devil. Mm -hmm. And those are the fake members of the fake trilogy. Mm -hmm. Satan is going to set out to create a, fake trilogy it doesn't align exactly i see you i see you crumpling your, your you know you're biting well, you you're saying
3: trilogy instead of trinity. Trinity. trinity
0: trinity no thank you correct me stop me because you know i'm making myself sound That's like an AI idiot i got into him it's the ai <laughs> possessed by the ai see,
2: it's the man, fake trinity see here I, uh, steve, you see wonder why where this man that, okay. <laughs> the only oh, safe gosh, one. man i
0: tell you what okay there you go see, take notes from steve Thank you for correcting me. I am very tired. I worked late last oh, night. Yeah. So the Trinity, the fake Trinity. You're going to have the fake I... Trinity of Satan, the Beast, and the False Prophet. And what, what what's going to happen is is you're going to take that mark to glorify, to edify the Beast. One of the worst things we said this in our group chat. One of the when we we're talking about the show. One of the worst sins that Christians have ever committed, I believe is blasphemy in the sense they have attacked other christians as having taken the mark of the beast accidentally okay that is not an accident it is an oath of allegiance it is going to be burned on your hand or burned on your head or or something that you wear or something that you inject but when you do it you are doing it in direct defiance to god it's done on purpose
3: yeah i will say it will be will be coerced into it It'll be something forced upon us, but you're going to still know what you're doing, correct. Correct. Right. It's not going to be one where you accidentally get it and you go, oh, but I was told this was for God. No, you're going to know it's not for God, but you're also going to be told you don't have a choice. You need this if you want to buy food.
1: Yeah. But also the evidence of that is that there's going to be an angel in the sky that's going to tell us, don't take it. Don't take
0: it. So read, read revelation. You're going to see that there's an angel that crisscrosses the sky saying, mm-hmm. God is holy. Repent, turn back. And, and that's one of those things. People look at revelation as this horrible thing of God doing evil to the world in, in this punitive damage. Read the whole book and read it carefully. And what you'll see is that you have God saying, this earth that I created has an end point. There will be a day I shine my glory on all creation, on all things. You can't handle that. You cannot handle that. You don't believe me? Look at Moses. Look at uh, Elijah. Look at uh, um, Ezekiel. All these men who thought they saw God or they saw God just part of, and it radically transformed them. It changed them. They all fell to their knees when they thought they had seen the face of God. You cannot stand in the face of God. So what's God doing? He's ending this world and there's going to be a binary choice. And God's saying, time's up. Make your choice. God is holy. Come back to me. And that's what God is saying in Revelation. God is not going to allow you to get the COVID vaccine. And then you get up to heaven and God goes, <laughs> I'm sorry, you, uh, you didn't read my puzzle well. And he pulls this little trap door and you fall screaming <laughs> into hell. Sorry, <laughs> we don't allow <laughs> MNRA <laughs> don't into, into heaven. <laughs> that, I'm sorry. That is the most asinine thing I have heard fellow Christians say. And, I, and look, you said that I love you. But please be careful what you say and, and start to think about what you're saying, because it's just wrong.
3: Well, and we come back to what you had said about, you know, the idea of Trump had gone to China and said, I want you to follow this. Trump represents the United States as a Christian. If you're saying these things, you are representing Christ. And so if you're going to go at someone and say you've got the mark of the beast, you best know what the mark of the beast is. If you're going to call someone out, you best know what you're calling them out on. Um, you know, the people who say AI is the Antichrist. I go, boy, you ain't not read about the Antichrist.
0: <laughs> it's like if you, you know, read yeah. the Bible, it, it would have disavowed you of that delusion. I mean, just,
3: just read it. <laughs> exactly. AI might be a tool that's used, but guess yeah. what? Fire is a tool that's going to be used by the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Guns are that's a tool that will be used by the Antichrist. Right. Yeah. So we make
1: barbecues, we part of the Antichrist yeah. system. No, just,
3: I smoke. I
1: smoke. No, I'm just saying, like I, I, we use fire to cook stuff, so we part of that system, then. Yeah, there it, you it, go. Based on their argument, Perfect. everyone, everyone that.
3: sitting at home at their Sunday barbecue going, "Oh no, what did I do?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But you see how silly these arguments sound. It, 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 some it, are, uh, yeah, some are just absurd. Same. You know. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. So, Come just on, to go ahead and wrap up the day, we've used that one too many times. It's like the it's like the husky that has the has the little buttons to press. I start to use right. the soundboard, and all of a sudden, everyone wants to push the button. Yeah, uh, and everybody thinks she's talking. Yeah.
3: Okay. It's patterned recognition. The dog right. is AI. The dog does he yeah. have the watermark?
0: yeah actually right like there's a man.
3: does what
1: does he have the watermark though.
0: oh my gosh the dog is the antichrist the dog is antichrist okay if you take nothing away from this uh, podcast take away that the dog is the antichrist wrapping up around the room actually that's cats sorry i'm kidding i love cats uh starting with chauncey wrapping up for the day final thoughts on why AI is not the Antichrist, why it's a tool, and how should we go about seeing that tool?
1: It's not the Antichrist because you need to read this. Amen. And this will expose every single thing. The beast system in Daniel, and it, it goes furthermore into Revelation. Amen. Read your Bibles. That's why the Bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved that we are not a workman. Amen. It a shame when rightly Dividing the word of truth. So be going out here falsely dividing the word of truth. Do it the correct way.
2: Amen. Challenging Amen, Justin,
3: um, you know, look at what AI is, you know, a- AI is not a human. You look at things and you go, well, what makes a human? I mean, they're philosophers years trying to decide what makes a human a human. Where's the soul? Where's that? But everybody agrees AI is not human. It can't be an antichrist. Do not treat AI as a person, as a thing, as an entity. Treat it as a tool that we're still figuring out how to use that can be used for evil and can be used for good and help use it for good. Help fight for regulations that use it for good and to keep away regulations that can use it for bad and take it away from the good guys.
1: Unless it's a transformer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Steve. (laughs) Keep it going I'm, here, Steve. I'm, I'm going to like combine. Balls. <laughs> I'm going to combine the uh, cultural and politics together in one thing. Um, you know, I, listening to our pastor's sermon today. You know, uh, it if if you pay attention to what's going on in the world today, and you read Revelation. You can see the things that are going on, the division that's going on in the world, uh, politically, culturally, um, people's ideas and what they think, whether you're, uh, let's say, believe in how you want to get married, uh, racially, all kinds of different ways, division, division and you're going to see that it says it right here right here the division on what's going to happen it talks about it right here the division in the world all you got to do is read right here on what's going to happen things are coming true whether it's politically or culturally it's coming true people Mm -hmm. And if you watch the news, you see it every single day, man. Every single day. And people need to figure out whether they want to be on which side. They want to go to Christ, which is where you need to go. And, and, And Christ, what he wants he wants you to be a part of Him. Mm-hmm. He reaches. He's reaching out to you. He loves you. He wants to be there with you. And that's one thing that the church has has fallen on has not done enough reaching out in this country to people and shown a lot of the love that they need to do in a lot of the areas in this country. And you, all you got to do is go to some of these cities, and it is horrible, the division that is being created. Too much of it, man. It's sad. Indeed. Indeed. That's your
0: best close yet. <laughs> I wish you weren't wearing the hat. That'd be so much easier to short. (laughs) (laughs) Man, sorry about that, but, you know. But, but,
2: but,
1: absolutely. We can use AI to
2: edit it out. Right here. You you could use AI AI to edit it out. Right there. Been there, done it. Walked the path of Christ, man. Yeah. Walked exactly the path that he walked. Mm -hmm. Got this hat in this
0: City that's why he wears it all the time and it's a good it's a good thing with that said wrapping up just in the note of the chair of economics slash the host chair ai guys is not the antichrist and more importantly if we spent as much time focused on evangelism and discipleship and discipleship is so much more important than evangelism and i, I, I <gasps> sorry guess what if you discipled more instead of just winning people, if you, if, if Billy Graham had touched a 10th of the people, a 1,000th of the people that came within his revival tent, the way that Christ had touched his disciples, this would be a different world. If you, yeah. know, if, if you touched 10 people, the way Christ had touched his disciples, I'm not ragging on Billy Graham. I'm not, I, I think we need evangelists. one of the things that we're missing in our churches in our homes in our schools we are missing Mm disciples because people are going into the world they do not know why they believe what they believe and then we have bad bad theology that gets out Mm -hmm. a a comical version of this is is ai the antichrist that's kind of comedic (laughs) but there are other things that are much more important and with your time, chair of economics, make sure that you're investing your time in not the things of this world, but the things of the next. Correct. Start to focus. And because eschatology, the, the study revelation, it's not to put a date on the calendar. It's to give us urgency when we see that the time is near. The time looks like it's nearer than it ever has been. Will it happen in my lifetime? God only knows. Does that mean that I should slow right. down or uh-huh. speed up? It means that I should speed up should go right. as fast as possible. I should do as Amen. much as possible for the kingdom. Make sure that this week you're sharing the gospel with someone using words only when necessary. Amen. If you like this podcast, like comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, let us know, by the way, thank you for over 190,000
2: downloads. This is the Woo-hoo! 100th episode. So Yay! thank you. Thank Amen. you. And you know something on this hundredth episode, I think you need to show ryan's face ryan are you are, are you willing to be be
0: amassed here no oh,
3: not ryan. yet are you maybe are you? on the 101st it happened on the christian music episode so.
0: it did happen it did happen he was on the did christian it? music episode so yeah oh, you, okay. you can go back to look at that what's wrong I'll with the to. contemporary christian music and the oh, church
2: oh okay
0: uh he we made he his face
3: the thumbnail
0: uh, can um, make, no <laughs> So with that said, thank you for your downloads. Uh, rumble. Thank you. We are 70 something people on rumble. Thank you. Ooh. All right. Make thank sure you, that uh, you guys keep it coming. And as far as YouTube's concerned, please God keep an, us up. God love yes,
2: you. Share that on
0: YouTube. Yeah. Keep make sure up. that you're sharing. Sharing is the new caring. It helps the algorithm. But of yes. course the algorithm, I think, I don't think this is a human at this point. I think there's something that is actively just demoting based on uh, text so to too. speech right. analysis. Yep. Uh, we, we, we say the words, we don't use code words here. Uh, maybe that's our problem. Uh, I don't uh, know. But then probably. again, I think that censoring that way kind of makes it hard for the podcast listeners right. to, to, to listen to audio. It makes I, it worse.
3: We should just end it's every hard. podcast right. with saying the algorithm triggered words like sit sy- uh, synergy, uh, synergy and energy <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and
0: environmentalism I mean, is cool tolerance
3: tolerance, tolerance.
0: Yeah. inclusive dance see now now we're at the top this is aeo love. algorithmic uh <laughs> Optimus engine optimization right. okay with that uh, I, that wasn't the joke that was just terrible uh out of the way thank you so much for listening we love you thank you so much bye-bye okay okay one last thing one last thing for you if you did listen all the way through you are indeed asleep or you actually enjoyed it. Hopefully it's the latter. Yes. With that said, if we are just now waking you up, want to ask you a question, put it in the comment section down below, YouTube, Rumble, wherever it is. Uh, what is your, What which AI program is the most interesting to you? Which one that came out and you said, wow, it can actually do that. It's kind of interesting. Starting with Chauncey.
1: Actually, I believe uh, out of, because I'm an engineer myself uh, going into nuclear engineering, but one of the things that i was just like very fascinated with is like uh and this is me growing up as a kid was photoshop the factor that you know you can edit out things and make things like picture perfect i thought that program was going to be dangerous within itself because mm-hmm. then there's catfish yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. there's all of that so it's just very interesting but this new AI, man, it just makes Photoshop look like a baby. Like,
3: I want to set up a Tinder profile for Justin. AI. Oh my gosh, please don't uh, <laughs> just, uh, uh, uh. Just see what, uh, see what happens. Um, oh my gosh. So please, I, no, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no! Go ahead. uh, I really liked chat GPT. Um, like I said, we've used it at work a few times. We won't admit to using it right because you don't don't tell your customers (laughs) hey ai did this for me um but chad gbt is because it's usable but my company actually and i'm not going to name names has been announcing things like hey we're using ai in our products here's this and we've launched this and we're doing some really cool things with it that are making our product way better and it's really cool and I love it mm-hmm. but chat GPT allowed me to kind of get a taste of some of that beforehand so um, I use chat GPT all the time just for fun sometimes when I'm leaving for the day I'm like hey write me a short slack message to tell my team I'm leaving for today in a funny way and then I'll just copy and paste and people give me praise I'm like yes
2: <laughs> Oh my Steve. God. well you know I really don't use one really to tell you the truth um, but I've got a lot of video of some hunts that I've done in the past that I've been thinking about putting on disc and stuff and considering putting them out because of them. It, it's a lot of dog hunting with yeah. for wild boar that I've got that I filmed myself and uh, I've been considering doing some stuff with all of that and seeing which one I can use to put it and get it out there because there's a lot of people that I know that would like to see some of this stuff. I've got the AI video
0: editor for you. Talk to me (laughs) afterward. There's actually, I've been playing with a couple to try to strip out shorts, but it can also do what what you would want to be able to do to create a highlight reel. Uh, The video editor is pretty cool, but I got to say, AI art is one of the coolest things that has come out. The problem with some of them, Dolly is actually ethically sourced. Everything is open. So supposedly, supposedly, I mean, someone's going to fact check me in, in two years and say, Actu- well, actually they took out of oh this data set. Um, am um, actually, why well, the, the, the idea that you could do a type to text in the style of someone else and then actually quarter digital and a bunch of other people, I was looking at a few people's different videos on this, where they are able to take. It's like a video filter, uh-huh. where you denoise the, or sorry, you noise up the image from a frame of video, and then you renoise it through the AI, but you do it through the filter of different art styles, and it's wow. like creating anime, mm, or wow. or or American comic book art or uh illustrative
2: artwork it's really cool is that the thing that you were showing yeah yeah yeah.
0: that's cool that's cool so that is the coolest thing that i've seen ai do if you found something fun that you like or just uh you want to ditto someone in here tell us in the comment section down below with that said we love you so much have a wonderful day bye bye